your giant is everything. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Yeah, we're not going to talk Super Bowl just yet, but I do want to say that uh should be interesting for those of you out there. Uh I want to tell you this is a, a really important conversation to me. And, you know, I'm so thrilled, uh, Dr. Darren Rappaport joining me here today uh, to talk about heart disease and periodontis uh, uh, and periodontal disease as well and what goes on. Uh, Dr. Rappaport is uh, sort of the founder. He is the founder. He's an amazing, amazing, amazing healer, does amazing work, Pacific Northwest periodontics. But this topic is very near and dear to me. Um, When I think about the people in my life that have been very close to me, and how I lost them. Uh, my uh, my uncle, very young age, my favorite uncle, massive heart attack. My stepmom, massive heart attack. And I think about heart disease and where we are today and how much we know and how much we don't know. Today's show is really to shine the light on some absolutely brilliant new information. February is American Heart Month and for a very good reason. That doesn't mean that you take a heart-shaped chunk of chocolate and sit there and eat it. It means that it's a time where all of us can be made aware of what we're discovering about heart disease, who are the people that it affects, and what may be some correlations between heart disease and periodontal disease. So Dr. Rappaport is joining me here today. If you want to find out more about him and about his group of experts, you can go to pnwperio.com, Pacific Northwest Perio.com or pnwperio.com. But today we're taking on, we're going to share some incredible information. Thank you for joining me. You know, this has been a topic I've been waiting for. You and I have been talking about this for a long time. Yeah, we have. And thanks for having me back. Yeah, absolutely. Very important. And, uh, the story you talk about your uncle, that's uh, that's sad. But it's very sad. Common. It's mm-hmm. very sad. Um, and, you know, I could go on about heart disease in my family. It's uh, kind of has crept in there. But, you know, we're learning some new things, and that's what today's show is about. Exactly. You know, we've talked a lot about heart disease, mm-hmm. but there are some things that are now we're discovering that are breakthroughs, and that's what you're here to share with us. Um but let's, from your perspective, where are we in the story of heart disease these days? Well, first of all, uh, you know, disclaimer, I'm a periodontist, and that's my field of expertise, obviously, um, how heart disease and periodontal disease interact, which is what we're going to talk about, yes. is, is um, where, where my interest lies, but I'm certainly not a cardiologist by any means. But as we know, um, heart disease is the number one cause of death, yeah. you know, in the Western still, world. Still, by the way. Still, yeah. yeah, number one cause of death. And uh, the, the current proposed mechanism of that, uh, the, ba- the, the main one, uh, there are a lot of risk factors, but it appears to be low-density lipoproteins, the so-called bad cholesterol, uh, forms inside uh, the walls of blood vessels. Uh, it forms something called a, a plaque. And uh, the blood vessel, as the walls swell, the, the lumen or, or the canal through the blood vessel narrows. Um, eventually, it can seal off and you can, you can have a blockage or little blood clots can form on the plaque, and those little blood clots can sort of break off and, and, and travel to smaller blood vessels and, and clog them. And this is sort of the proposed mechanism that um, it's, it's animal proteins mainly. It appears to be that these are oxidized, and this is what gets laid down inside the wall of the, of the blood vessels. And, and various other risk factors, smoking, obesity, stress, age, and a variety of other factors appear to play a role. So the, 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 it's, it's interesting that someone would even look 
at periodontal disease. And, and the reason that this came about is that over the last few decades, it appears from the research that overall body inflammation may actually speed up the process of these plaques forming inside the blood vessels. And um, I, I, and with periodontal disease, as we know, we've been talking about it before, it does raise overall inflammation. And there's a little protein, a C-reactive protein, or CRP, which is somehow in the process. Yes. So people have started to look and say, well, if periodontal disease raises this inflammatory uh, protein, perhaps it's going to raise the risk for developing a CVD or cardiovascular disease. And so a lot of effort and a lot of energy has been expended on looking at this. And I think it's important to say from the outset that no study has yet shown a cause and effect. In other words, if you have periodontal disease, it doesn't mean right. you're going to have a heart attack or uh, it's a guarantee. But right. what it does appear to do, and this is when they look at multiple studies using something called meta-analysis, looking at multiple studies, and there are limitations to meta-analyses, but in, it can be as much as two or three times higher risk for these uh, CVD uh, events. Well, so that's, I, that's I think you're right. Yeah, what you're talking about is, you know, cause and effect. To get a cause and effect study done these days is is really quite extensive. And difficult, yes. Yeah, uh, but th- there is, what they're looking at is correlations. E- exactly. Yeah, I mean, and and you're right. I mean, there's no, like, if you, if you have periodontal disease, you're going to have a heart attack. It, you're yeah, right. th- there's not. But people that have heart attacks... Right, the studies are saying, "Oh, look, we found periodontal disease." Yes, and and, and more that's a correlation. Exactly, that's the kind of correlation. But yeah. even more importantly, is that there are plausible mechanisms, biologic mechanisms. Yes, and and the one we've already talked about, you know, that in mild to to severe periodontal disease, we have sort of this increased systemic inflammation, which is you know characteristic of all inflammatory diseases, and and somehow this has an effect directly on uh, the formation of these these plaques, but. Very interesting when they've done studies where they've actually looked at the plaques and they've tried to culture bacteria out of out of patients, out of those plaques. It's the same bacteria in the plaque as we find in gum disease. So mm. that of cause and effect as well. So that's sort of the direct causal relationship. Then there is also a lot of the indirects. And, and the indirect causal relationships we discussed, one of them, yeah. you know, actually a few of them uh, previously, is that heart disease and periodontal disease share the same risk factors, diabetes, right. smoking, right. and these other things as well. So that also potentially muddies the waters a little, but it does lend to, uh, tend to support that these conditions are somehow related. It's the same causes, potentially. Yeah, and, you know, what you're talking about is really what's sort of making its way to, you know, the top of the list, and that's the conversation about inflammation because, you know, what folks are looking at now is the the enormous speed and growth of all sorts of inflammatory, as we know them, some mm-hmm. of them are autoimmune diseases, but there is now this just this groundswell of, of percentages of people that are walking around with this, just like you said. Um, and to have a relationship, a correlation between periodontal disease, you know, that's something people can work with. You know what? You may not be able to take off 200 pounds, but you can certainly get in there and get your gums under check. And that is exactly right. I think that is, in a nutshell, exactly what the treatment recommendations currently are. Basically, you, you've sort of said it, which is... Um, Every little bit helps. Yeah. And uh, so it goes both ways. From our perspective, um, as periodontists, as dentists, 
we need to identify those patients who are at risk. And essentially how it works is this. If you have um, one risk factor, you smoke, you're overweight, uh, diabetes, etc., you know, we strongly encourage our patients to see their physician and have at, at least an annual physical. There's you, no question about that. And there's no downside no. to that, really. No. But if you've got more than two, two or more the recommend, of, of these risk factors, then we basically insist. We say, look, you know, your, your risk is increased. I, I think there, if you haven't had a physical, you really should have a physical examination. And then we want to work closely with physicians, cardiologists, uh, because if we can treat the periodontal disease, mm-hmm. um, and we're also not only treating the effect of right. the periodontal disease, but also some of the risk factors, that's helpful. You know, if we can get the patients to quit smoking or work with our uh, medical colleagues to get the patients to quit smoking, of course, the patient wins. If we can work with our physicians to, to get the diabetes under control, and uh, that obviously is going to be helpful on many levels, but helps us with the periodontal disease uh, treatment as well. And uh, so it's a really a win-win for everyone. Well, let's talk about periodontal disease for a minute for those people that don't know, because we're really what we're talking about is we're talking about bacteria. That's right. And, you know, there are theories around that and how that works. But, you know, now we're finding out the real stuff. Right. Well, just for people who perhaps don't know what gum disease is, let's, let's go back to that again. Yeah. So we're talking again about a painless bacterial infection that starts, it's in the mouth, and there are a variety of different bacteria that cause it. But the bacteria get below the gum level um, in difficult, hard-to-reach places, and they produce a variety of chemicals. These chemical mediators cause direct damage to the gum and the bone around the teeth, and that actually causes the pockets to become deeper and trap more bacteria, sort of a vicious cycle. But the bacteria also produced chemicals that modulate the body's own immune response, and let's say have it work against itself. Yeah. So it's sort of a, a double whammy. They produce their own poisons that destroy the, the bone, the soft tissues around the teeth, but at the same time, they affect their body, body's ability to fight the infection. And, and, and so this, this is a, a painless, progressive process. If untreated, it'll simply get worse. And smoking, for example, further modulates that in a negative way in that it prevents the body's immune response fighting back. Yeah. And there are direct toxic effects of the smoke. So it is um, the number one cause of, of tooth loss in the world. It is considered um, arguably the most prevalent disease in the world if you include gingivitis, which is a reversible form of gum disease. But true gum disease, when we talk about periodontal disease, is essentially a disease process where there's been some permanent damage. Now, there are many different treatment options. Um, we typically treat gum disease, you know, brushing, flossing, all those obvious ones right. and controlling risk factors. But most times it's a combination of uh, specialized cleanings with or without medications, the systemic and local uh, provided medications. And on occasionally, in very severe forms, we may even do surgery to clean out the infection or attempt to regrow some of the, the lost bone and the lost gum. Yeah. And these treatments can be successful. Um, I always talk to my patients about uh, gum disease treatment being like a recipe. You know, many of my patients have had uh, gum disease treatment, so a little bit here, a little bit there, and they'll come to me and say, well, the treatment didn't work for me in the past. Yeah. And uh, when I start asking them what kind of treatment they had, it's very piecemeal. And I use the analogy of baking a cake. I, I like chocolate cake. Let's hold that thought for when we come back. I, I like, we'll do that. I like cheesecake. Oh, chocolate's my favorite. Uh, chocolate cheesecake? 
Okay, I can, oh, yeah, I I can go, go there. there too. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what the relationship and correlation is between this bacteria and your body. I mean, have you ever thought about it? Where do you think that bacteria goes? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pacho. Are you seeking clarity? Do worries about your health, job, parents, children, or pets keep you awake, tossing and turning at night? Are you considering a major life change? Looking for love? Do you want to create a life of joy? Let psychic Elizabeth Anglin help. Visit ElizabethAnglin.com or call 970-708-4838 to schedule your life-clarifying appointment today. Don't waste time being worried. Psychic Elizabeth Anglin at ElizabethAnglin.com or call 970-708-4838. Have you asked your dentist about periodontal disease? Three out of four adults in Seattle unknowingly suffer from this painless but progressive infection caused by bacterial plaque. If not carefully treated, these bacteria can infect your gums, deteriorating the tissue and causing tooth loss. At Pacific Northwest Periodontics and Implant Dentistry, we offer a different kind of patient experience, providing the highest level of perio care within a relaxing environment. After a thorough examination, our doctors will take the time to understand your needs address your concerns, and review a variety of treatment options with you. Our goal is to work with you to ensure the integrity of your dental health. Don't allow periodontal disease to take your teeth. Call Pacific Northwest Periodontics at 206-575-1086 to schedule an appointment. Or to learn more about periodontics, visit us online at pnwperio.com. What are we attracting in our life and relationships and why? And how can we let go of attracting and being attracted to things that may not serve us? Peter Kane has been facilitating deep relationship work for over 30 years. Author of The Monogamy Challenge, Creating and Keeping Intimacy, Peter is passionate about bringing aliveness into your life and relationships. Contact Peter Kane for counseling, coaching, or breathwork. Visit peterkane.org or contact Peter Kane at 425 802 2050. Come to Seattle February 16th through the 20th for the 20th annual Women of Wisdom Conference. The theme is Radiate the Divine Feminine. Our world is ready. Our featured guests are Jean Houston, Jean Shinoda Bolin, Imsara, Yubaka Hill, and Naomi Tutu. Join Women of Wisdom for experiential life-changing workshops and evening presentations to inspire you. You can choose to attend the whole weekend or individual events. No charge for visiting. Daily activities such as the Goddess Market, Art Show, Tea House, and receive a reading or a healing at the temple. Are you ready to join a community of women who support each other in their journey to discover and develop their passions and purpose in life? Women of Wisdom is the place to be this February 16th through the 20th. Go to womenofwisdom.org to discover all the diverse offerings Women of Wisdom has to offer you. See you Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Today's show is great. Heart disease and periodontitis. But the point is this. You know, there are relationships now that we're finding between a lot of things that are happening in the mouth uh, and the rest of our bodies. And uh, we're going to we're going to hear a chocolate cake analogy really quickly here. But before we do, I want to make sure you know how to contact Dr. Rapport. Best way to do it is they have an office number that you can call. 
if you have any idea or belief at all that this may be something you need to have checked for yourself or a family member or your child, give them a call. 206-575-1086, 206-575-1086, or visit uh, www.pnwperio.com, www.pnwperio.com. All right, let's talk about the, this chocolate cake, but also, you know, this, this thing I said before break. I mean, where do we think the bacteria goes? Well, that's right. Absolutely. We'll get to that. Because right. I think that's part of my story. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about Let's making talk about a, chocolate a chocolate cake. cheesecake. Okay. Yeah. I, I usually use the chocolate cake, but, but chocolate cheesecake. That's, that's pretty that's good. good. All right. Yeah. The, the analogy anyway is um, gum disease treatment is predictable. It is successful and it can work. Many patients who have tried it hasn't worked. I believe it's because they haven't done the right kinds of things. Let's say we're going to make a cake and there's going to be 10 steps in the recipe. If we want to be certain we're going to get this chocolate cheesecake by step 10, we have to follow the sequence. One, then two, then three, etc. at the right time. If all of a sudden we decide we don't like step one, we're going to do step five before step three, and we're not going to do steps eight and nine. We're going to just pick and choose the steps. We're not going to have a chocolate cheesecake at the end. And, and that's really the same thing with gum disease. It's a very much a sequential disease uh, treatment program, and very, very successful. And then to, to, to carry on from what your conversation was yeah. and your comment, many people don't realize um, that when we're talking about an infection like gum disease, it is contagious. It will spread from one area of the mouth to the other. That's that's clear. But also the, the bacteria, as we found out, travel you know through the openings in the gums, the inflammatory ulcerated tissues throughout the body, increasing your risk for other diseases. We've talked about the main one, heart disease, and the inflammatory response. But what's less clear to most people is that the bacteria are transmissible between individuals. And in fact, that's how a person would get the infection to begin with. Uh, an uninfected uh, person would come into contact with someone who has a history of gum disease. There'd be a transmission of the bacteria from the one person to the next. Now, that wouldn't automatically imply that you'd get the gum disease. Right. That, no. that, that's right. a very important yeah, distinction. Yeah, that's important. It's like uh, if you had a, a cut on your skin, let's say they became infected. Yeah. And it was all pussy and, and yucky, and, and you happen to brush that part of your skin up against someone else who was walking past you, those bacteria would certainly be transmitted from your skin to right. their skin. But they wouldn't necessarily get a skin infection unless, of course, it happened to coincide with the cut on their skin. They were somehow compromised. Their skin was somehow compromised. Then, of course, they've got the final piece of the puzzle. And getting gum disease is the same thing. If you're around people who have a history of gum disease and they've got the infection and perhaps you smoke, uh, perhaps you do have heart disease, uh, perhaps you're a diabetic, I think your your odds of now getting the infection have increased dramatically. Mm. So uh, in our office, um, as you know, we've talked about this before, we really encourage spouses, significant others, to also have an assessment. And uh, gum disease, and certainly in its early stages, very easy to treat, but also difficult to diagnose. Right. And that's why I think you know a, special, a specialist is probably in the best position to identify and help those patients. And actually, I, I want to I want to talk about that a little bit because a lot of times folks are going to their uh, their general dentists, and um, this is really something you need to take to a specialist. Well, we work with some really terrific general right. dentists who identify these patients up front. Exactly. And you know, then you know, say you, you're a, a more advanced case. 
and you should go over and see the, the periodontist. Yeah. And uh, we have a wonderful working relationship with, with dentists. Uh, but certainly patients don't have to go through the general dentist. They're more than welcome to go directly to specialists. If you are certainly in any of the, the high-risk categories, um, chances are you'd really benefit from that because the programs in the periodontal office are, di- are directed specifically for patients with, with gum disease. An average general dentist is going to see a variety of patients ranging from patients with generally good health all the way through to more severe disease. You know, I, I use the analogy, and maybe this is a little over the top, but actually this has been my experience with my own health and healing journey, is, you know, you you, you wouldn't go to a plastic surgeon um, if you needed treatment for a heart attack. Exactly. Exactly. You'd want to go to the, the right You want patient. to go to the people that are mm-hmm. on top of what's going on. Right. Um, and, you know, not only are you on top of it, but you are really on the leading edge of some of the new things that are going on. I, I want to ask you a question um, that I think is really important for people listening. There may be people listening and saying, oh, you know, I don't know if this is ever going to get better. One of the things we didn't talk about is how to put this in remission. Yes. And we should mention that. And very possible to do that. And uh, to go through the process again, it starts with the proper diagnosis, knowing where we're at, and then a commitment um, on the part of the patient, uh, to, you know, to want to be healthy. And, you know, we talk very, you know, we say, oh, well, we teach you how to brush and floss. Well, that is super important. But in our office, we don't just say there's a toothbrush, there's a floss, you know, look at this video. We actually spend a tremendous amount of time. I'm a firm believer in that. And, and we use a certain vegetable dye that uh, discloses right. the bacteria. I like to do that myself. Yeah. And I actually like to, we give out tons of electric toothbrushes and we spend a lot of time with our patients on that on that first step because it truly is super important. And then when it comes to smoking uh, changes, you know, counseling is needed. I think that just saying, you know, I think you should quit um, is probably not sufficient. And working, you know, with, with smoking cessation counselors is very, very important. Yeah, smoking is uh, one of the most, uh, a former smoker, Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe me, I know what it's like to put back three packs of cigarettes a day in my my youth. Um, it does require help because right now the, the the properties in cigarettes are not only are they harmful. You know, we're not just like my not like my dad pulling out a leaf of tobacco and rolling it and calling it a cigar. Right. I mean, indeed. we're not doing that. There's so many things on tobacco right now. But you're right. You need to get help. And, you know, especially with smokers, we know it takes them a number of attempts before they quit and they need to be, you know, have support during that process um, and not to get disheartened because uh, the treatment for the disease becomes less effective if you continue to smoke. And then in terms of getting it into remission, once you've gone through the basic treatment, the specialized cleanings, potentially some surgical therapies, it's the maintenance. And this right. is the most important part, which is not only maintenance at home, which is, of course, of vital importance but it's professional maintenance, and it's an ongoing process um, on a frequent basis, and we're recommending for the average periodontal patient four times a year. That's every three months. I think it's a, a small price to pay for a large benefit. Well, because what we're talking about is really healthy, getting healthy, mm-hmm. staying healthy. Absolutely. That's actually what we're talking about. And we, we feel, you know, I know my team at Pacific Northwest Periodontics, we, we feel like we're the coaches, we're life coaches, you know, in terms of getting health, um, and we're, it's just so much more than just the mouth.
It is. And today you did a great job presenting sort of the relationship and the correlation. I mean, it's so important that people understand that there is a correlation to so many things we're doing right now, mm-hmm. you know, how we live our lives, but that there is a solution. So thank you so much for joining us here today. One last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? You know, uh, thanks for asking that. Uh, my message to, to people who are listening um, and to my patients is take control, ask the right questions, and uh, you can be an advocate for your own health. I love it. Uh, Dr. Rappaport joining me here today. Uh, next time we've got a great show, or maybe not the next time, time after, but we're going to talk about nutrition. He's going to come back. We're going to have a special guest feature. But for those of you out there, take a look at your kids. Take a look at what's going on in their mouths. You know, and ask yourself the question, is this something that you need to do? Do that for yourself. Um, This is something that will benefit you and your loved ones for years to come. We'll see you next time on Dr. Pat Show.